There's this show that Catherine has wanted us to watch that we've been watching with her since she's been home. Have you ever heard of Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared? I don't think so. Yeah, you'd remember that. Um, <laughs> it starts out as kind of like Sesame Street uh-huh. and then takes a hard left turn into weird, strange, bizarre, beautiful stuff. It's so weird. And, it and was it's a, made with puppets or Muppets? Yes, partly. It's partly 2D animation, some claymation, but mostly puppets and a guy, a guy called Red Guy, who's just a guy in a suit, like a red suit. It's like, but it's, he's life size and the rest are puppets. You need to watch it. I don't know that I know Jeff anymore. Was. Because of Barbarian? And what was the other one? Uh, Schindler's with, uh, List. <laughs> <laughs> no, with, uh, for, oh, God, what's her name? Florence Pugh. What was that one? The Wonder? No, no, the one that just came on. The Wonder? No. The Wonder? <laughs> what, you're not talking oh, wait, about Midsummer. Well, oh, don't worry, darling. Maybe yes. there's an easier yeah, way I didn't really to like this. One. George, what's the last thing you watched that you thought was not good? The Wonder? No. <laughs> <laughs> because... You're a pretty open, accepting guy to like yes, all right. types of content. That's true. One, maybe not all types. Most content. Most content. Yeah. Most content on yeah. Netflix and Hulu and, and yeah. your, your major ones, right? So have you ever watched something recently and you were like, that's actually not very good? Um, I didn't. You just applaud everybody's effort. You're just Yeah. Happy there's there's a show called 1899 that I fell asleep in and didn't want to go back and watch. So Barbarian is a mess. Barbarian's good. Have you seen it? <laughs> have you seen it? It's a mess. No, but now I'm stuck in the middle. When it's he says a, it's a, a ripoff of a recent Oscar winner. Okay. Um, what was that? And it's a mess. <laughs> what the wonder? What was the recent? <laughs> what was the recent Oscar winner? What was that? Wait, is it wonder or wander? The the wonder? I think it's O. It's if wonder. I, if I give up the trick, then he will know what's happening. In oh, Barbarian. are you going to watch the movie? You should watch. You should not hear anything about the movie before you see it. The wonder. <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll yes. mute so, barbarian. So I'll mute Craig, so people won't hear him hearing about it, and we'll talk about the movie. Okay, good. <laughs> this is good for you. Okay, could you get like a really great sound guy to come in and make me deaf for this part of the episode, yeah. and then yeah. <laughs> you could um, borrow Neil's uh, headphones. Yeah, then you won't hear it like for real live. It's slightly <laughs> delayed. So, but no, it's one of those movies that obviously borrowed from a recently very successful film. Mm-hmm. Um, borrowed a, a premise. I see. And really tried to do. Oh God, yeah. I can't believe you didn't make this connection. I don't think I've seen that movie. You have. You told me about it. Uh, the Barbarian and the previous movie, <laughs> The Wonder. No. Oh. Um. <laughs> If you say the name of the movie, it will give away the trick. But Craig probably hasn't seen that movie. He has. Which, which one is it? It's the Prestige. <laughs> is it too soon to talk about the Prestige? Korean director. Oh no, that's not the same thing. the The basic premise of no. how, the basic if, premise of how things go wrong is the same. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't make the connection at all. It's at least inspired by. I maybe. Did. Maybe. But it is a mess. It is one of these scripts that. All right, we've created a new problem. So instead of solving the problem, we add another layer because we don't know how to fix that problem. Mm-hmm. I don't and know. At the it end, was such a, a good shift in tone. It was interesting. The ending just pissed me off. Really? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, but at that point, it had changed to a different genre of that's okay for that to be stupid because that's what you expect for that kind of movie. I laughed at its stupidity so as much as I laughed yes. at Midsummer. So... Neil thinks Midsummer's a comedy. It is. So his perspective's off by a bit. So <laughs> no, so apparently if you know the native tongue that they're using, yes. it is much more comedic. So right. it just sounds like maybe I know that language more than we thought I did. You just didn't know you knew it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh Swedish, right? I think so. Yeah. It's it's one of the 
It's Swiss. Up in there. Norwegian. Yeah, one of those. Icelandic. Yep. Fin- Finnish. Yep. There's, There's a name for that area. Scandinavian. What? Maybe that's it. Yeah. 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 You haven't been there, have you? I have not. No. Okay. I, but I, I have a feeling that if I went there and they started telling jokes, I would understand them immediately. <laughs> I would I would get the language. You should watch would... Midsummer. <laughs> so you should watch Barbarian, just so you know how much of a mess it is. You should watch it so we can talk about it. Look, oh. I told Peyton last night, I said, have you watched that movie? He said, no. I said, watch it so I can bitch to somebody about that movie. <laughs> I learned recently that I'm I'm not really watching a lot of new movies and shows and content like that. Are I'm you not... rehashing old stuff? Sometimes I do. With yep. Fenton. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Lately, I've not had a lot of time to watch movies and shows. So Same. it's got to be something that I can fit into like a 35, 40-minute kind of a thing. So lately, it's been the Dahmer series. Life hack. Yeah. Get up at four. You can watch everything you want. <laughs> yeah. Friday morning, I watched the last hour of the Francis Pugh thing. The Wonder? Nope. <laughs> Shit, which one is it? Oh, don't worry, darling. Yeah. That movie wasn't great. Wait, it was Happy endings upset you? None of these were happy endings. <laughs> None of these curious. were happy endings. Like, if you watched a movie that had a happy ending, would you be upset that it was too easily tied up in a bow? And no, might... no, I like a well-crafted story. Okay. Um, and, I, and I think that's where I get upset with some of these because they use these gimmicks instead yeah. to create story, but the gimmick, it's not really. The gimmick is also named Florence Pugh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Harry Styles was, he was fine. an interesting choice. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, it was it was just another one of those where uh, and and for that one I didn't like the ending. Yeah, because they didn't. Right, they should have taken it a little further. Right, in my opinion. Right, they they spent too much time discovering the problem when it was obvious what it was. Yeah, it borrows a lot from a lot of other movies. I mean, it's just like Barbarian. Um, <laughs> it's also a trap that we fall into in, in improv. Right, sometimes yeah. we spend a lot yeah. of time beating around the bush of the problem instead of going in and Yeah, go straight at it. Like this yeah. conversation that Keith is listening to right now, wondering when the <laughs> we're going to get on with it. <laughs> Keith, good luck, Keith. Uh, you're not here. You don't get to judge this <laughs> as keep it happens. In, you get to judge it later. <laughs> right. Keep this in, Keith. Um, <laughs> no, no, don't no. hug me. I'm scared. That's right. You, you all need to watch that. At least start watching the five-minute segments that you find on YouTube. What? Don't hug me. I'm scared is actually something that came up during Thanksgiving. It's like a couple of things here, right? So we're recording this two days after Thanksgiving, yes. right? Yeah. All right. So one thing that happens at Thanksgiving is you find yourself with family members and right. or extended family members. So then you got to figure out who do I shake hands with and who do I hug? Do you, oh. do you ever have this conundrum? Yes. I have that happen all the time. It's an awkward dance that we all Not do. Not just family, I, like I, everybody. I can tell that Neil has just decided he doesn't hug anybody. No, 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 no. <laughs> this goes back to my scheduling things to block holidays. Yeah, so you, so you block holidays so you don't have to hug anybody. Right. right? Or he just yeah. has to hug his immediate nuclear family. Yeah. What, one big one the, big hug to the exclusion of all else. Do you ever find yourself in that awkward place where you've got to decide? And then you side hug? You side hug or you shake hands when they arrive and hug when they leave because... You're glad. <laughs> I'm so glad you're leaving. Goodbye. Oh, now we can hug. We now know each other better. Maybe and, that's it. And it, it's not that I, I dislike or don't care about people that I shake hands with versus hug. It's like it's just this awkward thing of what do you ever hugging other men? Let's, well, you go in for the handshake it. and it turns into a hug. So I actually come from a hugging family. So yeah. hugging does not bother me at all. Yeah, uh, I typically don't do it because a lot of other people aren't huggers, particularly. Like after COVID, there's a lot yeah. more people, a lot more fist bumping going yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. I always hug a fist bump. Somebody comes in with a <laughs> just fist bump, I just, I just right like, around it. <laughs> I, I embrace it and just like hold it against my cheek. Yeah, no, <laughs> hugging was our default growing yeah. up. 
So my father-in-law always comes in with a handshake, and I've just started going in for a hug instead. Yeah. And he always hugs me back. I so do you do, the, do you do the one-hand handshake, one-hand hug thing? Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Because that's a, that's like a, that's a good happy medium. I right? like that but, one. But with him, that's a good dude thing. Yes. That's a good dude go-to. I like that with one. him, yeah. I've just started going straight. He holds his hand out, and I just envelop the hand as part of the hug. Yeah. Like just... What? The one that's his hand stuck between us. The one that's that's gotten really <laughs> awkward for me is <laughs> keep that in, Keith. <laughs> it's something I can come up with a better name for it other than the wingspan. Where you're coming in, where you know you want the hug, and you don't want that hand up to be mistaken for the handshake. Or I ha- so that yeah, so that right hand gets yeah. way out like an eagle soaring into. Catch. Are you doing it with both arms? Well, yeah, you have to, but yeah. you've got to like throw it up quick to let them know, hey, we're go- like we're coming, coming in, in hot. The- yeah, because <laughs> it's uh, sometimes it's that same thing. Like if you two people are walking toward each other and on the same plane, and then I go right and you go left, and so we we keep like dancing back and forth. The same thing happens with the handshake hug, where you can start in with two hands low, and then they start to spread out together, and you both realize at the same time that this is going to be a hug. It's going to be a big hug. So yeah. there should be a PSA. People should be more clear about they what they want. Yeah. So you said don't hug me, I'm scared came up. Was that the show you're talking about? Or somebody said, Don't hug me, I'm scared so, when you went in with your giant wingspan. So no, that so that's one thing that it made me think of is just hugging at, at the holidays. But I heard a story of someone uh in sort of an extended family who they had said, I don't like to be touched. Please don't hug me. And then there was another family member who was not there, like none of these people were there. Uh, but this person didn't really take that seriously. Uh, they, they took, talk, it, as they a took it as a like, oh, that's kind of a cute thing for you to, to say. And so this person went in and hugged them. And the person who was hugged and had said, I don't like to be touched, reacted very strongly. It pushed them away, very vocal, loud. I don't want to be touched. I've told you I don't want to be touched. It became a very loud, awkward thing, apparently. And so now there's this little rift yeah. between this group of three to four people in the extended family and friends who they both feel as though they are justified. One being like, I said, don't hug me, and you hug me. And the other is saying, that person is an aggressor because they were loud and screaming about me just doing the simple act of hugging. And this was at dinner. So you had two camps. No, no, no. <laughs> the conversation came up at dinner. Oh, okay. This did not happen where okay. I was around. This happened gotcha. like three months ago okay. with other people. It would be hard to have dinner with that going on. Yeah, everybody was just screaming, don't hug me, don't hug me. <laughs> I'm <laughs> scared. It's like, I'm not hugging you. I'm picking up the potatoes. <laughs> don't hug the potatoes. I'm scared. Never hug the turkey. Let the turkey go. Yeah, that's right. Haven't we done enough to the turkey? <laughs> <laughs> we really keep coming up with things to do to that bird. <laughs> Don't hug the turkey. He's let's, cooked. Let's shove bread in it. Okay. Let's shove where oysters we, in the where bread. We shove it? Okay. I don't know if it's butt. <laughs> That's boring. Spatchcocking. <laughs> what? Spatchcocking. What's spatchcocking? Oh, you don't know what? No. Really? It sounds German. Is it okay. <laughs> Spatchcocking. I honestly don't know what it is, but basically you cut. How's you for do this spatchcocking? Spatchcocking. But you cut down the back of the bird and you basically butterfly break its bones out so it lays flat. It cooks more evenly and quickly. Where do you put the stuffing? You don't. Well, then I'm not doing that. <laughs> stuffing. You make it, the no, point, it's a Neil. bed of stuffing, but it can't you, be stuffing. In a, it's a mattress at that point. You, you don't honestly eat stuffing out of the bird, do you? Only at Thanksgiving. Like literally, are I you serious? So. I mean, that way stuffing goes. No, not anymore. 
they have learned that that's a great way to get sick. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't. So normally cook stuff anything is this cooked way. in its own pan. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. And then you put like aromatics in the cavity in the bird, like uh, citrus and rosemary, yeah. thyme, herbs. Yeah. Do you eat the Pope's nose? No. That's <laughs> what, like, is that the what? giblet? Giblet? What is that? <laughs> the the vodka nose, giblet? The Pope's nose is the turkey's tail or the little muscle that holds the tail. Mm. So it's the butt of the turkey. <laughs> Pope's nose. No, I, I, I don't say, think I've I, ever eaten that. I get a pass because I don't eat turkey. You make an exception for Pope's nose. Yeah. No, I had so I had two Thanksgiving dinners this year, right? And the first one, this was the first year they decided no turkey. Who is this? Who? What family? This was a uh, just side. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, because fewer and fewer people were actually eating it. People just didn't care for it. The the more and more people were pescatarians. And the ones who were not pescatarians just don't like turkey. They found it to be dry and kind of boring. So just like put stuffing in a giant salmon? <laughs> uh, You're con- you have to stuff things, right? You're just, yeah, yeah, right? Where's the Pope's nose on a salmon? <laughs> well, funny you ask. It was actually Red Snapper, and I had to cut the tail off. Yeah, really? <laughs> with a knife that wasn't really equipped to do the job that was, I was trying to it do. It was a turkey knife, wasn't it? <laughs> I wish I'd had an electric turkey knife. That would have probably been a lot easier. <laughs> Yeah, I was using a chef's knife and just putting all of my weight into trying to snap yeah. that off. And then, yeah. so I cut the head and the tail. We got two snapper. I cut the head and the tail off of one, left it on the other. Because it was too hard. It Plus, Miriam wanted to cook one that was like the whole fish. Because she had, I think it was in Portugal where she had seen somebody make that and they had it and it was delicious. And it was cool. good. Yeah. Uh, but we stuffed it, not with stuffing, but with, you know. Aromatics. Aromatics, yeah. Rosemary, thyme, lemons. A little butter cool. probably. Uh, olive oil was covered in olive oil. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was actually really good. Sounds great. Our, my in-laws always do oysters. So we had oysters last night. Yeah. Steamed oysters. And we had a conversation about oysters in this room. And I had decided I wasn't going to eat them again because it's the whole thing. Remember? <laughs> yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I was wondering so where you were going to go with this. I was reminded last night when the oysters were coming out and Mason were like, you know, Mason, I decided I wasn't going to eat oysters again because of that conversation we had on the porch chat. He said, yeah. And then Abigail was like, what are you talking about? And Mason said, think about it. You're eating the whole animal. And Abigail was like, what? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But. uh, Yes, that too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All the Pope's noses. Or what passes for that on an oyster. But they dump the oysters out on the table under certain expectations. How long did you hold off? I mean, I I ate them immediately. <laughs> but it was even it was worse. Like, Let's try the shell this time. Yeah, see, I mean, goes. see the whole thing. But it was even worse because they were cooked rare, steamed rare, which means they were really slimy and watery and wet. Ooh, no, and I was you. like, I've never had an oyster like this before, and it was like dripping down my chin. I was like, I wonder what that was. Part of the <laughs> yeah. So I ate some, and then I was like, all right, I've been polite socially. I can stop eating. <laughs> Right, because that's a, like a big thing. Like, that's uh, wait, their big deal. Is wait, I love that phrasing, though. From here on out, any conversation that I'm in, any place that I am that I don't like, I'm just going to say, all right, I've been polite socially, and then just throw my hands up, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I can leave. <laughs> I can leave without offending someone for yelling at them for hugging me. That is what my children do. They'll be polite enough, and then mm-hmm. they're out. Just yep. oysters or any social? Thing? No, uh, the uh, cast party at the house. Oh yeah, Seth yeah. Was, come hang out yep, a little bit for then. a little bit, and then went and did their thing. Yeah, because it's not yep. it's not really their group at the yeah, end of, of the course. day. Yeah, if I had not eaten oysters at my in laws' thing for Thanksgiving, they would have been a deal. Would have been like George. We bought a bushel of oysters, thinking you would eat half of them. 
That is also an awkward thing that happens when you have yeah. families together for the holidays is yeah. giving appropriate amounts of time, making sure that you're not clustering off. Yeah, and there's we, a tradition. You want to respect it. Yeah. And that's part of that is sitting around this table eating oysters together. No. Not anymore. <laughs> and I certainly wasn't going to tell everybody. I've never done you know, oysters. It was, And I've been invited to numerous oyster roasts and yeah. all that. It's like, what else are you having? What? <laughs> you don't well, eat oysters. How do you a vegetarian? Say, I never ate oysters. It's just not. I didn't eat oysters until my in-laws. Like, that was the first time I'd ever had steamed oysters, was sitting around that table with them outside near the fire. Well, I'll let you know when I start. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm going to invite you over next time. Anything that looks like a ball of snot, I'm just not interested in eating. It's really drippy. Oh, I have seen Wanderer. <laughs> Wonder? <laughs> but yeah, I just don't. Yeah. It's like, you got to try one. No, I don't. I appreciate that, though. What do you put like cocktail sauce on it? Cocktail sauce. Why ruin good cocktail sauce? It tastes good. Or dip it in butter. I'm sorry. I'm no. sitting here trying to think what looks like snot that Neil might eat. <laughs> yeah, let's think about it. Probably some sort of tofu. That doesn't or, look like snot. Yeah, it that's it. No, it doesn't. You'd have to you work could. really hard you to make, make it look, it look like, like snot. snot. You make tofu look like anything. It's an all-purpose soy product. Florence Pugh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, Neil would probably eat like a curd. Some kind of curd that looked like snot. <laughs> One single curd, please. Like a, like a cheese curdy thing? Wouldn't you, you'd eat cheese curds, wouldn't you? I don't know that I have. So it, it sounds like they should look like snot. No, the, they're, they're normally fried, they, yeah. so I'd sort of... Yeah, probably not. But in their natural state. Like before they're breaded and fried... You'd eat probably a bowl of snotty-looking cheese curds. <laughs> you mean cottage cheese? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't look like snot, No, though. it doesn't. Not the kind I've had. <laughs> I put food coloring in my cottage cheese just to make it more snot-like. <laughs> I just stick it up my nose and then sneeze it out on the plate. <laughs> that way everything looks like snot. <laughs> Get a See the world through snot-covered glasses? <laughs> I, I also don't like things that will travel down my throat without my input. You mean just slide right down? Yeah. No, like having a raw egg. Did you ever like Rocky style? You yeah. crack the egg and I'm going to drink it down. It once. Yeah, I did it once as well. And what I didn't like about it is that the the egg was simultaneously in my mouth and in my stomach. Yeah, like I was like, like I don't like this at all. A trail of slime. Yeah, you can feel Ugh. it going all the way down, Ooh. and it's not done yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's no cooking by your body heat. No, thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm. That was a that was a mid '80s thing. Yeah. Like as a workout thing. Yeah, that was part of it, yeah. Yeah, and then you make yourself swallow, or at least I did, because what you don't want is for it to go back up again. <laughs> but you could literally hold it, and it would be down in your stomach and in your mouth at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? Sounds great, doesn't it? Yeah. So that's the closest to snot you've had. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. I'll let you Let's there. Wrap it up, boys. <laughs> Unless you get a cop other, 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 other than post-nasal trip, right? I mean, that's sort of the... <laughs> We are going to Mike's Farm tonight. That's an annual tradition with our <laughs> You ever been to Mike's Farm? I have not. I know all about it. Yeah. I know that on Friday night, which is the night you're going, that's the night that my favorite punk band plays, you know, Post Nasal Drip. <laughs> 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 no, but that's not what's happening. You're going to go, it's like family style. Family style. And yeah, and a hayride and that sort of stuff. You sound really excited about it. <laughs> oh, it is. It's always, it's, it's always fun, but but this year is different. I told you we, we've always figured out the timing of it because you have to go at the right time where you're not eating dinner at 4.30, but you're also not eating at 9 o'clock yeah. because the wait time is forever. But apparently now it's it's reservation only. So September 30th, Dare and her mom both had it on their calendar to call and make a reservation. So we'll just be there and walk in. It's kind of weird. It's kind of different. 
I can I can tell you're less excited. Well, the the gaming of it was kind of fun. I was gonna say the hack is gone. Yeah, right? exactly. Because yeah. the first couple of times we got there to dinner time and didn't eat till like nine, and we we're all like hangry and upset because we've had fast, this conversation. Because you fast before yeah. you go there. You can't eat a regular meal and then go to Mike's farm. You gotta save room. You talk about fasting before you go to Mike's farm because it's like a, a huge meal. Yeah, right? yeah, it's as big as you want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> just it, keep bringing food. It is also funny to me because we've just finished up Thanksgiving of all the traditions of people bringing in so right. much food. Right. And I know on actual Thanksgiving, there were, I don't know, 20 servings of everything, it seemed like. And everybody's always like, I want to make sure that there's enough. Right. And I can't remember a time where there ever was not enough. Where well, like, you went to something and the dish was empty? Yeah. Have you ever done that so. at a no. Thanksgiving meal where uh-uh. by the time it got to you, there wasn't enough? That happens at Mike's Farm. I believe that. Because they bring out like family-style bowls of stuff, but it depends on where it starts. It doesn't make it all the way around the table. But they also don't overpack the table. I mean, they're... Yeah. yeah. They'll bring more, too. Yeah. Just have to wait. But do you ever try and eat like as much as you can on Thanksgiving? And is it is it a thing for you where like, well, it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to no. pack it in. I haven't in years. No, yeah. You, you want to try everything, right? No. I try to... <laughs> <laughs> I try to... Eat most yeah, things, yeah. yeah. But what ends up happening is because everybody wants to contribute, There's I've got this enormous plate and basically two bites of everything, right. Right. which is fine, but it, I would be okay if you cut it in half of the amount of things that people bring. You just have too many people in your life. I guess that's the problem. I need to cut a lot of people out. Travel. Holiday travel. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a airport snack station to liven up Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, we were telling scary stories around the campfire last night at my in-laws house. How did how? Oh, did you do the campfire at your place? Uh, we did. Solo stove worked well. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't nice. burn the grass. Nope. Kick ass. Good. Same. And we were telling scary stories, and Abigail and I were kind of like improving a scary story for our uh, nieces, her cousins, and um, and then Dan remembered something. It was like something we had heard at a friend's house. It was from a podcast, and it was a scary story. And she was trying to find it, and I remembered what it was, and I found it. And I was sitting there playing it. And it was really quiet around the fire. There was no lights on except the fire. And everybody's listening to this kind of scary ghost story on my phone. And we were all on these um, plastic chairs, you know, like the kind that you can stack. Mm-hmm. There's like one big molded piece, right? Yep. So sitting on that. And I'm sitting there holding it. And everybody's real quiet. And it's kind of getting to the climax of the story. It's really scary. And I'm like sitting there. And suddenly I'm falling backwards. <laughs> And I'm like, what is happening? And everybody's looking at me because I'm holding the phone. I just kind of gradually, <laughs> one of those four legs broke on that chair in the middle of the story, and I'm on the f- ground. <laughs> is it sad that as soon as you started telling this about got the-, the chairs, I was like, God, I hope his chair breaks. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy timing because it, it was like a minute left of the story. Everybody's like, real quiet, listen. And then just George does this slow collapse <laughs> to the ground. It was like. I was like, wait, the ground's falling away behind me. <laughs> and it just ended up laying on the ground. Everybody laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. It was so funny. <laughs> so it didn't snap. It was no, a it slow motion like, fall. Like, like, so it just gave up. It was just done. Yeah, it was like, just uh, yeah, I'm, I'm done. The story's never going to be over. <laughs> this is the sixth Thanksgiving he's picked me. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Did you finish the story? Yeah, we did after okay. a lot of laughs. And I stood up. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of it, Barry brought me another one of the same chair. Did you, no. Did you pass? Oh, you didn't sit down? No. Come on, man. I have 
already demonstrated that this was not made for me. <laughs> and I'd been in that chair for like two hours. And then it just kind of had had it up. <laughs> Were you too close to the fire? Did it get a maybe, little warm? Maybe. Just... Well, it was a back, one of the back legs that burned. Oh, oh yeah. Gotcha. Whatever. So it didn't even make sense. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's just weight. <laughs> there's, there, there's... Prolonged stress <laughs> won't break any of us. <laughs> Can't believe you brought me another one. No. Actually, I, I am always happy when the holidays, food-wise, are done. Yeah, because it is such a um, such a tease for me. Because there's so many things that I love, like the but the stuff that I miss is uh, I don't I don't miss meat in general, but I miss like yeah. family dishes that were right. were made and that sort of thing that I yeah. don't really eat anymore. So when they sit there and they're staring at you, yeah, like, oh yeah, I remember grandma's stuffing or you know what whatever mm-hmm. the thing. What is. what do you do for? Thanksgiving, you eat all the side dishes, like the vegetables and stuff? Yeah, we make, um, and Claire almost didn't make it. She she had forgotten about this, but um, uh, it's a mushroom wellington that's really good. Like beef wellington, but with mushrooms. So yep. it's like a pastry thing? Yep. Okay, cool. Um, and it, it's good. It still gives that nice, rich, mm-hmm. hearty, sort of meatish yeah. type aspect to it. But then that, and then I do like, you know, all the sides. So there's always like collards. And of course, I cook rutabagas most of the time and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Cool. You all do a turkey? It's funny. I... Inevitably, I'm always the one who carves the turkey. Mm-hmm. Time to hand that over to Meat Eater, man. <laughs> I, I, I hate watching them mangle it. <laughs> and I, I think they probably they may do it on purpose too. But you know, yeah, I enjoy. I actually enjoy. I think there's a fine art to carving turkeys and meats and all that. And I, I do like the process of doing that. Katie, my twin, was like, "Hey, I'm bringing the turkey. Will you carve it?" Yes. Like everything, like the whole in her brain, everything is meat. So you yeah. know, you just start cutting. It's yeah. all going to be bite-sized chunks in the pan. So let's get it off here, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. And I like you know carving the breast out and then slice it and lay it over. Yeah. Sounds good. It's a puzzle. Yeah. 